0: Hey folks, it's Amy McDonald here. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Weekly Call. I hope you're all doing great. I've got to say, I am doing so well. It is an absolutely glorious day here and I have been, in fact, uh, had my laptop On a picnic blanket out under the cherry tree this morning, just pottering about working from home in the garden. Aren't we lucky to get to do what we do? So good. I'm also super, super, super excited today because uh, I've just, uh, I'm just working on this new project with the photos that I'm using, my social media, and I have a brand new hack that I love. (laughs) Uh... Put simply, for about a hundred bucks of equipment and software and whatever, uh, you may never need to have another professional photo shoot in your life. Not that I don't, I don't think that's actually a good idea. I think you should mix it up, but oh my God, for everybody who signed up to uh, social media confidence for yoga teachers, I didn't know it was going to be included. This thing was going to be included in the syllabus because I only just figured it out like today. I cannot wait to share it with you. Seriously cool! I feel like I just—I don't know—got a like make me cool app, and all I have to do is press the button, and now I'm cool. Like this has never happened before in my life, and I feel cool now. I'm going to teach you all about it. Everybody who's registered, hey, if you're not registered and you know that you need to get your shiz together with social media, quick, quick, quick! One week to go to register for uh, social media confidence for yoga teachers. It's a brand new teaching it live four modules over five weeks online training program that is designed to get you confident by teaching you all the things that you should be doing and how to do them faster and how to get out of your own way and how to share material with people in a way that makes you feel good uh, and, and grow your business. You know, If you're looking to get more people to your retreats, if you want to get more people to your classes, if you're looking for more interesting joint venture opportunities, if you want to be a brand ambassador to a product that you love, if you simply just need to share your message about yoga with as many people as you possibly can because that's what you're here for, you need to be in this program. It's crazy affordable. It's $197. Like I said, there's four modules over five weeks. We're taking the Thanksgiving week off and uh, each module is comprised of an online training with me. And then a follow-up Q&A call so that this I don't want this to be another one of those training things that you bought because it felt like a good idea and then you never bloody did it. My hack here is to haul you all back onto the interwebs with me so that I can answer your questions for every module, but give you enough time between the training and the Q&A so that you can implement what I'm teaching you and actually grow as we go The URL to get yourself registered is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social or the link is in the episode notes here if you're on Apple Podcasts or on my website. Uh, Registration is closing a week. So get your groove on if you're coming to join us. If you don't feel totally confident on social media, don't be a dingleberry. Just get this program yee, all these people, I love you, I love everybody, who. Yeah, I love all you, you'll know that, but everybody who emails me and says, Amy, I'm thinking about doing a course, do you think I should do it or not? Unless you're like, I don't know, just, just crammed, people are so crammed into the room you can't fit another person in there and you've got so much money you're using it for toilet paper. You need this program. hope I made that point rather emphatically. Anyway, on to the podcast topic for today. So today we're going to be talking about Chanchala. I think I said that wrong. Chanchala. I think I said that wrong. Sanskritists, feel free to hit me up that I brutalized that word. Making peace and feeling empowered with Chanchala. So what the hell is Chanchala? Well, Chanchala is one of the names of Sri Lakshmi, of the goddess Lakshmi. Uh, And so... uh, I guess, as a starting point, as a hint to what I'm talking about. Obviously, we're going to be talking about some of the qualities of Lakshmi. So what do we know about Lakshmi? We know that she is generally referred to as the goddess of abundance, right? Wealth, fortune, also um, beauty, fertility, uh romance, um, flirting. But for the most part, when, when people talk about Lakshmi, uh, we're talking about like the goddess who helps you to make it a or generate abundance in your life. And so one of, she has a whole bunch of names as do all of the deities in, in, uh, in yoga. One of them is Chanchala. And today I want to talk about what specifically does that mean? And, and Uh, Once you get what it means, I think it it will be a familiar friend to you and then talk about how do you actually make peace with that and interpret these teachings in a way that you can find more ease and empowerment in your business and beyond into your life. So Chanchala it's a name for Lakshmi. Who is Lakshmi? Okay, let's talk about it. So way back in the days, um, there were some bad dudes. They, you know, there was a fight. There was the good guys. There was the bad guys, like any good story. um, They needed to sort out the world was, you know, coming to an apocalyptic kind of crescendo and they needed a solution. So essentially what happened was, as you do, when you're in strife, you get a mountain, you put a tortoise on it, you get a giant snake, and um, you get all the bad guys on one side and all the good guys on the other, and you churn the ocean with the mountain and the tortoise and the snake Uh, to get your answer, right? Isn't that what you do? Surely that's what I do. Oh, gee, I don't know what to post today on my Facebook. I know. I'll get a mountain and a tortoise and a giant snake, put it in the ocean, churn it up, and there you have it. Chuck Dibata, now I know what to write. Not all the time. Anyway, this is what was going on at the time. This is the fable, the story of the churning of the milky ocean, right? And out of the milky ocean came a whole bunch of stuff, good stuff, some bad stuff. Uh the hala hala is one of my favorite things that came out of the churning of the milky ocean. Why? Because it's fun to say. Go on. Even if you're in a public place right now while you're listening, say it with your out loud voice. Hala hala. Hala hala. The hala hala was the uh, poison. It's bad stuff. You don't want that. And um, But, you know, if you get the good stuff, they've got the amrita, right? That's the good stuff. That's the, like the, what do you call it? Come on. Gosh, why do I do this by myself? I need you all here with me. Help me out when I get stuck for words. The elixir of life. There we go. The um, immortality, the juice of immortality. No, it's called something else. Anyway, Amrita. They got that. Good. But in, when you got that, you also had to get the hala, hala You can't get the good stuff without the shit stuff. We know this. It's just yoga, complementary opposing forces. So the hala, hala came out and everybody was like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? This is so, like, ah eh, poison and bad. And Shiva went... I got this, and he uh, he drank it, but he didn't swallow completely. He's kind of like Bill Clinton and the marijuana. He just held it in his throat, which is why one of Shiva's names is Nilakanta or the blue-throated one, because he's holding the halahalla or the poison in his throat. This is a total aside, but it's one of my favorite parts of that story of the churning of the Milky Ocean. Anyway in addition to the churning of the milky ocean, wish fulfilling jewel came out. Halala came out. Amrita came out. Lakshmi also goddess Lakshmi also came out of the, uh, churning of the milky ocean. And she, um, depending on how you roll, she is either the consort of Vishnu or solo, like a woman on her own. Uh, And also depending on the, on the books that you read and and sort of where you draw your teachings from, she was also a bit of a rauncher before she settled down with Vishnu. She was like, she was on Tinder. Let's just say she was, she was actively dating Lakshmi, actively dating and like, uh, Asuras as well. Not just the good guys. She was also dating Lakshmi had a thing for like the bad boys for real like sister knew how to work a dating app anyway either she settled down with Vishnu or she went fuck that I'm solo woman I'm going to do this for myself and who wouldn't because she had little palms just poor coins of gold excellent so we know that for the most part Lakshmi represents money and when we want some that's probably when we're like oh you know what I'm going to do some Lakshmi mantra I'm going to get me a Lakshmi murti. I'm going to wear Lakshmi around my neck and a pendant maybe I'm going to get her tattooed on my butt But we tend to go to her when times are tough. The thing that's interesting about Lakshmi is she's not simply a representative of, like, wealth, actually. Because she is, as her dating life would suggest, she is a little um, capricious. You know, she is, um, that's where the flirting energy comes into it. She is... uh, uh, Flighty, she is um, sometimes in concealment, sometimes in revelation. Uh, she she's sort of restless or whimsical. She's caring and she loves us. And you can in the iconography of her, she you know, she's making the mudra of blessing. But at the same time, she is um, you know restless or or fleeting or whimsical. And this is where she gets the name of. The name of the 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 topic of today's podcast, which is Chanchala, which means an unsteadiness or uh, a a, um, a moving uh, um, something which is never actually still and stable. That it's always in flow, or it's always um, sort of flickering or unsteady, or, or you know, it's it's these qualities of like. Blowing in the wind. Um, and I guess, in a sense, it's what fortune actually means. Good fortune, bad fortune. Not just, oh, I've made a fortune, but I, I'm having good fortune, I'm experiencing bad fortune. It moves. And, and it's um, sort of n- nimble and, um, and, and uh, yeah, always in flux. And so, if you think about this, we need to re. The reason I wanted to talk about this topic today is because I think when we think about wealth and we think about abundance, we think about certainty and we think about accumulation, right? When I get this much money, then I'll feel safe. When I save this much, then I'll invest in that thing. If I know I'm going to make this much, then I'll be prepared to go ahead and spend this much on my ads. You know, we have this idea that wealth. That abundance is an end point. It's an end game. And the reason that I love this Chanchala name for Lakshmi is because it reminds us that, in fact, fortune and abundance is never static, it's never a fixed point. It's always about flow, it's always about movement, it's always about being in uh, pulsation. Right, with your relationship to prosperity, and that if we are looking for some kind of completion point with wealth, if we're looking to get to the Lakshmi stage, if you like, then we're always going to be dissatisfied, we're never going to actually achieve what it is that we're looking for. So then what's the solution how do we understand this principle and then you know like how do we survive it because it can be stressful when you think that the bills are piling up and there's not enough money there and but you, but Amy surely if I had a nest egg of cash then I would feel more confident and I wouldn't have this fear and anxiety um the stakes wouldn't feel so high I get it uh you know, I, I'm a I've I've been working in the space of women's financial literacy for well, nearly well, definitely over fifteen years now, and I understand uh very much, including my own journey, you know, um, what it means to have anxiety and stress around money. And so I guess so having said that I don't want you to think that I can't empathize and seek to understand how you may be feeling and if this is triggering for you as often conversations around money can be hang in with me um discounted at the end but hang in with me for now let's let's get you to some hopefully to some sense of confidence on this topic so this is where the rubber hits the road with understanding that the qualities of Lakshmi, prosperity, wealth, abundance are always transient. They always have that same chanchala quality because abundance by its very nature only works when it is moving. Let me illustrate the point. So say, for example, you do a great retreat and you make 20 grand profit and you put it all in the bank and you don't touch it because that's your retreat profit, It's going in the bank. And so you go back to or finding your vegetables on the reduce to clear section and getting the generic labels of things when you would really like your preferred brand and saying no to people when they invite you out for dinner and never going to yoga classes because it's $25 a pop, right? So you're actually not experiencing that prosperity at all. If it's locked up and stable, arguably, if it's locked up and so stable to be untouchable, arguably you are just as mm, lacking in prosperity as you were before you had the 20 grand in the bank. Now I'm not saying for a moment that you are only prosperous when you are making it rain. like I'm not saying if you're not shouting the girls the good champagne because you just made a whole bunch of money, then then you're not enjoying your own abundance. Uh, sure, maybe that would be fun, but what I am saying is Lakshmi reminds us, particularly in her form of Chanchala, that abundance means movement, it means flow. When it comes in, it goes out. When it goes out, it comes in. And if you are either actually holding on too tight or mentally, energetically, emotionally holding on too tight, you are creating an environment of lack consciousness and defeating the purpose of trying to or seeking to generate greater abundance. So... What does all of that mean? I One of the things that I love about the idea of Lakshmi as Chanchala is because when we are experiencing financial adversity or fear or loss, it's just such a beautiful teaching to go, huh, I'm just going to go in a different direction and figure this stuff out. In one of the women, two of the women actually, in the current round of uh, Growing Your Yoga Biz, G-Y-Y-B, both of them um, had had some time with me coaching this past week and they were both talking about some quite complex projects that they wanted to run. Um, They live in different continents, they're different types of yoga that they teach, both obviously fabulous because (laughs) we're hanging out. Um, I'm very lucky to spend time with them. And and they said they both wanted to spend some time with me to plan out how they could actually create these projects, elaborate online yoga classes, elaborate, let's train, let's, let's modify our home and make it a retreat space, short term, can I do a weekend retreat before Christmas, these sorts of things, quite elaborate projects in the, particularly given the time frame they were allowing themselves. So we're coaching on it and I'm asking them about it and, um, you know what it is that they want to do and why do they want to do it and what became apparent was it wasn't exactly it wasn't the idea itself that they were uh actually that excited about. It was just that up until that point that was the best idea they had had for generating the money that they wished to generate right They were going to take quite a cumbersome project because it was the best idea that they had had to go and make not a large amount of money. And so in coaching on it, what we decided was, if actually the outcome that they were looking for was the prosperity itself, they were looking for a cash injection, right? They had bills, they had expenses, they wanted to do other things and say yes to other opportunities, they needed to get themselves some financial backing to make all of that happen. When we looked at it, there was a way easier way for both of them to go make that money. One of them wanted to make a thousand euro. The other one wanted to make six thousand dollars. Both of them in what we coached on it for maybe 10 minutes, came up with much, much, much easier ways to make that money faster and more certain with greater certainty and without all of the complexity that would come along with the projects that they had described and here we see this chanchala principle in play because when we think that prosperity and wealth is very serious and very heavy and very you know we're seeking this permanent solution and it's going to be that way forever and when we get it we're going to hold onto it really really tight it has a very um Like it has a very tamasic quality to it, right? Like it's kind of heavy and it's not moving and it's sort of stagnant. And that's not what Chanchala, goddess Lakshmi, in this form is reminding us of. She's reminding us that, in fact, it can be light and it can be quick and it can be nimble and it can be transient and it can be, um, it can be, um, it doesn't. Ha- it can be sort of beautiful and and joyful and easeful. It doesn't have to be all of this heavy going stuff. It can be, like I said at the start, this kind of like like a flickering of a light. It could just be a thing that you do for a moment, make the money, and move on. But if we th- but unless we start to understand. that chinchilla chinchilla and the role it plays in our life is very important. Unless we start to make peace with that, what we can find ourselves doing is actually over-complicating life and over-complicating what it is that we need to do for financial prosperity for no good reason, simply because of conditioning, simply because we're approaching the idea of abundance with a, a, with clenched fists that were holding onto it super super tightly I know when um I know in my in my twenties I worked before I'd started my abundance consciousness journey and I had really shit money story like I've talked about some of the symptoms of this money story, but here's one I used to have a shopping jeep and i I lived in the suburbs right. Not on a farm or anything. A shopping jeep and every day I would walk around the streets with my shopping jeep scavenging for firewood to heat our house. Not just me. Like that was my family. Me, my partner and two kids. And like 60 chickens and whatever, whatever. My point is that's that's how bad my money story was. Get a load of firewood delivered. Hell no, I got a shopping jeep, baby. I'm going out on the street. I'm going to pound the pavement. I'm going to pick up driftwood. Yee. I can't believe I shared that one. That one's embarrassing. Anyway, back then, (laughs) I had a crap ton of money in the bank. Like, for real. Why? Because I was working and I never spent a goddamn cent. I was living so broke. I was holding on so tight to that money. I had it in my mind that Goddess Lakshmi gave me one little trickle of cash and if if I didn't build a damn wall and hold on to it real tight... It was all going to flow away, and then the you know the river would run dry. <laughs> and to look, to be fair, it kind of sucked to be me at that point. That's a whole other story. Now, having made peace with the fact that Chanchala is real, and that sometimes Lakshmi is really, really, really inconstant and unsteady and you know flickering. I think this is fun. I have so much fun with this now. I am much better at dancing with the, with the waxing and waning of wealth in my life. Now, I'm not saying I'm, you know, I, I don't know, buying my second Rolls Royce one month and living on the, under a bridge the next. That would be stupid. Talking about, you know, maintaining a healthy bandwidth here and building in resilience mechanisms for yourself. But I'm certainly not devastated if one month I decide to be a bit meh about making money, and then the next month I'm like, dang, this is fun, let's do it. Because I know that abundance is my birthright. Right? When everything's going good, that's how it rolls. You know, such it ananda, let's let's remember that. That's what we're here for. Such it ananda. That's what yoga is all about. And Ananda includes wealth, in all the ways that you can measure it. Um, So I know that that I'm meant for it and and I can always figure out ways to call it in. And this wasn't the case before I did the work to make peace with Chanchala, with what can feel like the ephemeral nature of cash. Alright, so the second part of the conversation then for today is, all right, and maybe intellectually you can understand this idea that money comes, money goes, and that there's no point having money unless it's actually inflow, that abundance is about movement, um, that the value of money only comes when you use the money. Um, if you're storing your cash in your mattress, then it actually... Has no value, it only has value when you're exchanging it for other types of energy, right? Money only has value when you're exchanging it for other types of energy, goods, services, whatever. This is you know that, that it only works, abundance only works when it is be, when it is continuously moving, when you are exchanging it constantly. So when it's when it's in circulation. Which is a good thing because you know circular nature is and the circular nature of, of everything is fundamental to yoga. So it's, it's no surprise. So that's okay. Maybe now intellectually, yes, okay. I'm starting to make peace with that, Amy. I get where you're coming from, but the reality is, my phone is payable every month, and my tax is payable quarterly, and my whatever. Car registration is payable annually. And while, sure, Goddess Lakshmi comes in as a visitor and then leaves and then comes back a few days later, fine, I get it. But what the hell do I do about these real world householder expenses? It's not like I can ring up the gas company and say, Amy says chanchala, hashtag chanchala. Lakshmi's not around right now. I'll hit you up later. (laughs) I bet there are people who actually say that. In fact, I think I've met some people who might try that on with their utility provider. Hmm. Jai flaky. Anyway, moving on. Yes, you're right, dear one. There has to be some empowerment steps here so that when chanchala happens, i.e. always, you're not completely, um, you're not blown over by this. You know, you're building resilience into your system, um, and I'm talking about like your systems and structures. Like, you know, I'm talking about your bank accounts, baby. And I'm also talking about your bhakti practice, your devotion, your belief and your faith and making sure that you have resilience in that side of it as well. So let's start with the shivering encoded side, which is more about the structures themselves. How do you build resilience into your systems and structures? Well, I love you. One, if you are not tracking your incoming and your outgoing yet, Unless this is the first time you've ever listened to anything from me, you've you've got to tension. You, this is homework that you should have done a long time ago and you know it. It doesn't count that you've written on a post-it note, create spreadsheet. You need to do it. You can't monitor things you aren't recording, right? Get that thing sorted out. Get yourself an app, whatever you need to do. I don't care. Shells in a basket. But... Please, step one to being okay with Chanchala in your life is actually having some kind of financial tracking system for your business. For reals. <laughs> Two, once you have built up that data and you actually know what's coming in and what's going out. And here's the good news. The longer you do it, the more you'll identify trends. Well, for me, February is a shithouse month. I need to make a lot of money in February. It's when my insurance is due. It's when my car registration is due. It's when my, uh, what do you call it? Income protection insurance. Like, it's like a big spending month. I know this now. The first February, it was like, holy. The second February, was right. I'm half ready. And now I'm like, yep, I got it. It's ready. I got no big deal. Hit me. I don't care what's going on, Chanchala. I'm having a big month or not. I feel like working. I don't. I got the money in the bank ready. that because I have created a resilient system and I'm feeling empowered with this element of Lakshmi in my life because I am prepared. So I would really suggest step one, create those accounts. Step two, have some kind of holding system for that wealth so that you can be accumulating it over time when you are experiencing those kind of boom and bust Your money is going to wax and wane. If you have a retreat or a yoga teacher training or you do block bookings, there will be times when you have a crap ton of money coming in and then there'll be times when it's like, please, sir, can I have some more? Like nothing. So having some kind of holding system that is not just going to get dwindled down because it's your everyday bank account is probably a really smart idea. Now, I'm not saying go buy cryptocurrency or something. (laughs) shouldn't laugh terrible but and and I'm absolutely not experienced or qualified to give you financial advice that is not what's going on here what I am suggesting is you probably deserve to get yourself some good financial advice and it may include a conversation around what sort of structure should I set up for myself such that when I'm having a, a like when when the chinchilla factor is looking like a whole lot of money I can take some of that and put it somewhere such that when I need to draw on it for later, I have it handy. Now this is not the same as if you're thinking, but Amy, you said, don't just keep it all in the bank because then it's not in flow. Uh, Hang on a second. I mean, keep it all. Don't keep it all in the bank and thinking that it's giving you some sort of security while you live a shit life until you need that security. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, You have the power to earn as much as you want. You can send me something on Insta if you don't believe me, but I'm confident you can earn as much as you genuinely want. Not the fantasy if I'm going to buy myself six Lamborghinis, I'm going to live like Osho, can I get another diamond Rolex? I'm not talking about that. You don't actually want that. This is Life Coaching 101. You have what you want. If you wanted something else enough, if you really wanted it, you would get something else. But again, that's another podcast. The difference between having a whole bunch of money and keeping it, holding on really tight and never, 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 never spending it, that's lack. That's poverty consciousness. I'm talking about the temporal distribution of your wealth, not cutting off the tap totally, living in lack consciousness until such time as your big bill is due. Live well, generate more abundance, live prosperously, share, tithe, all of those good things, and, 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 um, and, and uh, gosh, the word has just gone out of my brain. Sorry, folks. And keep some of that residual somewhere else, just scooping off the top so that when the time comes, you have it handy. And it's not the same as, oh, my God, this is my rainy day fund because I know that inevitably, while my life is good now, inevitably it's going to turn to shit. Don't live like that. But you can be a smart business person and say, Hey, you know what? Yoga Australia fees are due in whenever. I don't know. Or, uh, or goddammit, I am going to, uh, I don't know, Sarah Powers workshop next year. I've been saying it every year. I'm going. And so I'm going to put it in the bank until she opens the doors and I'm going to go buy it. Yeah, or whatever. You get it? Different. Create, create empowerment for yourself by tracking... And then having different containers, maybe bank accounts, it may not be that for you, I don't know, I'm not a financial advisor, having a place where you can say, when I'm having a really abundant time in my business, some of that can be reallocated to an expense that I know is coming up in the future. That's two steps to become more empowered with Chanchala in a physical, practical, tactical, shiver encoded sense. Now, let's t- let's change directions and talk about well, how do you do it in more of a Shakti-encoded sense, right? How do you energetically and emotionally build resilience into your you know, mindset, into your way of being, so that when you have a lower month, you still feel great? Number one, first and foremost, is... You must disconnect your bank balance from your self-worth. <laughs> and I know it sounds silly when I say it like this, but I mean, this one still comes up for me. I'll have a month where I earn less because I've been <laughs> swanning around doing nothing. And, I, and, I, and even, even now, after all of these years of doing this work, there'll be a little pesky voice in my head that says, oh, you're crap what the hell? What's going on there? What has my value as an embodied portion of the divine got to do with the number in my bank account? That is ding dong batshit crazy. If you are correlating how good you are as a person, with how much money you're making in your business you've got to stop it. You have got to stop it, the time for that is done. Do a ritual, light a candle, flush little pieces of paper down the toilet. <laughs> Whatever you do, it's time to let that go. You are not your bank balance. Let's face it, there are some very prominent wealthy people in the world who are complete assholes. And the flip side is true. And so is the inversely proportional, i.e. you can be good and have heaps of money. You can be shit and have heaps of money. You can be shit and have no money and you can be good and have no money. They're not related. They're certainly not related to you month to month, week to week, day to day, class to class, whatever else you're measuring, how much money you're making, is not a reflection of how good you are as a person. It might be a reflection of your money mindset. It might be a reflection of how seriously you're taking your yoga business. It might be a reflection of how much you're investing in getting the business skills you need to make money. That's all true. But that doesn't actually mean anything about your actual intrinsic worth. So let's disconnect self-worth from financial worth. Different very very different. Step two in how do you feel more empowered with chanchala in your life from an energetic perspective is you need to do the work and if you are at the beginning of your wealth consciousness journey you're set for a wild ride and I'm so happy and excited for you and also just know that there are oodles of great resources out there. More and more um, we're seeing great books and great courses and um, you know, maybe you need to bring some more Lakshmi into your life. Maybe you need to do a chant to Chanchala every morning. Maybe it's about reading wealth consciousness books for you or listening to some money podcasts. I earlier in the year I got the whole way through Bloody Tony Robbins' mm-hmm. massive money book. It makes sense that the man would have a massive money book because he's a massive man in if you're holding your own book, you don't want it to look like a Barbie's book. You want it to look like it's that fits your body anyway. Big book. There are oodles of really great resources, and I'm not talking necessarily about skills here, I'm talking about mindset. You know, um, Jen Sincero's book is, books are great, Barbara Stanny's books are great. Uh, there are some really good yoga specific, like um, yoga specific money mindset books around. If you want a reading list, hit me up on Insta uh, at Amy yoga Biz Coach, and I'll send you some. Um, really, uh, I've, I've, I've had some beautiful interviews with people who specialize in the money mindset for, from a yoga perspective. So feeling empowered about chinchilla energetically is also about recognizing that that even after you've done the big work, like I said, I still had that annoying voice pop up for me the other, the other month. It doesn't go away. That, 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 the, 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 the it definitely reduces over time, but if you, there is always always a societal pressure. There is always some samskara some in you that will cause it to bubble up in some fashion. So doing the work needs to be something that doesn't end. It will shift. It will change. Your requirements will become different over time. But you will always need to be doing some kind of energetic work to maintain your sense of empowerment with your dance with Lakshmi when Lakshmi is coming and going from your home from your bank account when she is showing up more in her whimsical fleeting flickering form there will always need to be some form of energetic work whether you're a crystal person or a I don't know or a brushing person or a chanting to the goddess person or a whatever else there will always need to be some kind of medicine all right quick recap Chanchala is one of the names of Lakshmi, particularly Lakshmi in her fleeting, ephemeral, she comes, she goes, she's hot, she's cold form, which is inherently part of who Lakshmi is because she is the goddess of abundance and prosperity and wealth. And remember, money has no value if it's not in circulation. If you had a water cash under your bed, it's just a notebook that you can't write on. It's only when you use it that it actually has value. It's only when it's leaving your house because groceries are coming in that it has value. It's only when it's leaving your account because you're going to Maui that it has value. It's only when you're handing it over to someone because they've fixed your toilet <laughs> that it has value. Uh, it has to be in movement. And where Chan-Chal can 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 kick us in the ass is when we haven't Actively sought to be empowered with it. We know that it's inevitable. But if we haven't implemented tools and approaches to be resilient, it can get us into trouble, it can cause financial anxiety, and that is bad juju. We don't want it. So two things to do in a shiver-encoded perspective: be tracking the ins and the outs of your money. It's time to be a grown-up. If you aren't doing that yet, you get detention tonight until it gets done. And two, Start to look at ways such that when it is super abundant that you are not just going out and going, right, fuck, I'm going to go spend all of this right now because I might not get any again. Don't do that. Put it somewhere. Or if you know that you're the sort of person who you don't really track, as as long as you put the card into the machine and money comes out, then there's enough in there, baby except that you were going to keep two grand spare for when your tax is due and that kind of just got used up because you weren't really noticing and you're just like tapping all over the place and hey, it's easy now because it's your phone and oh, fudge. I forgot I was trying to save that two grand in the bottom of my account. Like how can you be... Ensuring that you have some really beautiful loving containers so that when you do need to draw on that extra money, doesn't matter what's going on on the surface because you are prepared. And then on the Shakti side of it, the more feminine encoded principles, mindset shift, radical deep work, decide right now to stop equating your self-worth with your financial worth because they aren't the same. And while sometimes there can be some perplexing curious correlations, they're not the same. And two, remember that all of this work is medicine that wears off. So if you are feeling in a funk about money, if, you are, if you've lost faith that you can go do it, if you think that, like my clients, you need to go do some whacked out complex thing that may or may not even actually turn over any cash and you need to think about it in another way, what do you need to be doing regularly as part of your daily practice to help you drop the samskaras, drop that conditioning karma that you have around money and good fortune so that you don't feel as thrown about by the inevitable shifting fortunes of Chanchala and goddess Lakshmi. There you have it. A bit of a nerdy goddessy yoga chat for a Thursday. Hope that's useful. Uh, if you do enjoy the podcast and thank you um, to Sarah uh, and to the other people who have um messaged me recently on Instagram to say that they like the podcast I really um you know I really do appreciate those if you do like it I would be super super grateful uh if you could review it for me um that does help my business a lot uh oh Anna as well um Anna Coates congratulations we have everybody join me in saying congratulations to Anna Coates who, Message me overnight because she has just finished. No, no, no. She is doing her British wheel, her training with the British wheel. And she started teaching last month. How cool is that? So she's been listening to the podcast as well. If you do like the podcast, I'd love a review. It does make a difference to my business. Uh, You can do that wherever you're listening. Uh, Apparently, we're not easy to get on Android. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. And again, before we finish up today, I am starting a brand new live training course on the interwebs. Starts first full week of November, either the 4th or the 5th of November, depending on where you live in the world. It's four modules, eight live calls, videos, checklists, workbooks about how to feel confident, skillful and uh, effective on social media. If you have got a message from Instagram telling you that you've done the wrong thing and you've got a block... I'll explain what that means. If you don't know what a hashtag is, I'm going to teach you. If you don't know or believe that you can actually find new students on Instagram, I've got so many stories from my clients. I will show you that it's possible. If you are looking for, if you, want, if you know you need to do video but you're terrified or if you're just too terrified and you don't believe me that video converts or if you want to know... All the little things like how do you get subtitles on your videos? Why should you have them anyway? How do you get a microphone so that you can teach outside? How do you know what to post? How do you crop and edit a photograph? How do you know what your people are interested? All of it. If you need to get ready, if you need to get confident and prepared on social media, you're going to love this course. Look, honestly, for 200 Australian dollars, even if you think you're quite good at social media, you should probably sign up. You know, I do this for a living. (laughs) Chances are, I'm kind of across it. Uh, And like I said, um, I'm also going to teach you what I've just learned myself today with about a hundred bucks worth of subscriptions and uh, software and equipment. Taking some very cool photos. No one will ever know that you didn't have these done professionally. Well, actually, you get to be the professional It's going to be great Uh, and it's not like I'm just going to teach you something and then kick you out the door. I'm going to teach you something and then I'm going to make sure that you've done it. I'm going to answer your questions, check in with you, see what's working, see what's what's not, help you get it even better before the course ends. We get started on the 4th or the 5th of November depending on your time zone. Registrations close next Thursday. That's the 31st of October. If you don't get in by then, you don't get in. get yourself registered, amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social is the link or you can get it in the episode notes. Uh, We're about half full so far. So if you're coming, um, there's that. You should, seriously. Like if you think the posting on Facebook once or twice a week is enough, you have your logo as your profile photo. I love you so much. Would you please get yourself registered? The world needs more yoga. And if you're crap on social media. It means that you're not giving as much yoga to the world as it needs. Get in there. amymcdonald.com.au forward slash social. Yes. May Lakshmi uh, visit your house very, very soon. Stay for a while. And when she leaves, you don't have to worry because that's Shanshala baby, and you're ready. Take care, everybody. Speak to you next week.